you know, when the news hit, I was like, another year, more camps. (laughs) You know, I was just like, oh. Hey everyone, and welcome to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Bueller, alongside my co-host and twin sister, Brittany. Hey guys. So today is part one of our interview with Michaela Skinner, who of course is a world and NCAA champion, as well as an alternate to the 2016 Olympic team, just to name a few of her many accomplishments. So in part one, Michaela talks about how she's handling the announcement of the Olympics being postponed. She talks about some upgrades that she's planning on throwing into her routines for next year. And she also shares her thoughts on the 2005 kids being eligible to try for a spot on the team next year. Be sure to check back on Wednesday for part two of this interview with Michaela. During part two, she'll talk about some of the changes that have happened within USA Gymnastics in the last few years. And she also takes us back to 2016 to talk about some of the things that happened to her and the other alternates while they were training in Rio for the Olympics. So that will be out Wednesday morning. You'll want to be sure that you're following us on our social media platforms. We're at All Things Gym Pod. And also make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're listening on. Just to make sure that you don't miss any of our episodes coming up in the future. But for now, we hope you enjoy part one of our interview, and we hope that you learn a little bit more about Michaela and her journey towards Tokyo. So I want to start by asking how you're doing, because there's been a lot of changes going on lately. How are you staying busy and getting through this time? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, things are getting better slowly every day. Um... It's been nice being back in Arizona just because a lot of my family's here. So I've been hanging out with my sister, Chelsea, and her husband and my nieces and nephews, going over to their house, swimming at the pool. They've been taking us to the lake because if you have a pass at Canyon Lake here in Arizona, you can go out to the lake. Mm -hmm. So they got one of those. And that's been really fun to, like, get my mind off of things. Um, But, yeah, just trying to stay positive every day. I mean, with – um, having to be at home a lot more and, you know, kind of being bored every day, it does get kind of hard and you definitely need to make sure you're getting things off your mind, especially during this time. Cause it's, it kind of sucks, you know, thinking that your life's changed and you have to train another year. And, um, just with everything happening, I can't believe, you know, that the Olympics are a year away. So, yeah. um, just with everything going on, yeah, just trying to stay positive every day, hanging out with family, and just, you know, kind of hoping that all this com- calms down soon so we can, you know, get back to everything as normal. Yeah. Are you still training at all right now? I am. Um, my coach, Lisa, has been talking to some people and they said that I can train as long as, you know, I'm in the gym by myself. You know, when the coaches are there, try to stay six feet apart. So it's been kind of hard. Um, I do train every day except for Wednesday and Sunday. And Lisa's like, we're just going to keep trying to plug away as much as we can until we do go on full lockdown. Because in Arizona over here, it's not too bad. And they're actually thinking about possibly opening stuff May 4th or 5th for the whole gym. Or maybe the 15th. I don't know. They're going to kind of see here. I think it's going to be announced here in like a week or so. And we're just going to kind of see if things will start reopening. So that's kind of exciting, but not sure if it will happen or not. So have you cut down your hours at all? I mean, I know you said you're training like not as, you're not training, you know, every day of the week, but Mm -hmm. hours wise, have you kind of maintained like as far as like on a day-to-day basis, what you're training, is that pretty much the same? 
So it's kind of the same. I mean, Lisa has me going at noon, which before I would kind of start at one. So it's a little bit earlier. And then I kind of just go in and just kind of do what she wants me to do. And then whenever I'm done, I get to leave, which has been nice. So I might not be in there maybe like four to five hours, probably more like three hours, which is actually been super helpful and beneficial just to like rest my body some, especially because, you know, some of the other athletes can't train. So they're kind of resting at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's kind of nice to take it back a little bit. But um, sometimes I wish I could have a little bit of a break here and there. But I'm really grateful. And it's really made me, you know, think and realize like how grateful we are to like be able to be in the gym just because a lot of athletes aren't able to. Right. So it's just I don't know, it's just so crazy, especially being in Arizona, I feel like the virus hasn't really hit here that bad, just because like, there's still so many cars out on the roads, people are still everywhere. It's just weird. Mm -hmm. So definitely grateful for that. And just hoping that you know, all these other states can pull together and Um, start going back to normal because it's just it's scary and it's sad to think of you know people not being able to like get food and all those different things so um, it's been nice to be able to kind of still live my life a little bit and go into the gym and take precaution of everything and do what I need to do but um, but yeah grateful that I can still train as of right now yeah that is good so um, I actually wanted to ask you a little bit about your relationship with your coach Lisa Mm -hmm. it seems like you've been an elite gymnast for so long and you've been (laughs) beginning so um I guess what is your relationship with her like and how has it sort of changed throughout the years Mm -hmm. it's changed a lot I mean just going to desert lights when I was like I think 10 or 11 it was just like you know you you being that little girl you just kind of stand there and like have a blank look stare on your face you know just looking at your coach listening you know having her tell you what to do every day and you know being scared to like go up and tell them you know hey like you know, this is hurting or I'm scared, you know, um, just being that little girl that, you know, just stared at Lisa and never like really talking to her, or, you know, going to camps and just kind of like sitting there like, eh, it's my coach, you know, mm-hmm. um, don't really care to like tell her about my whole personal life. But as the years have gone on, especially like going to Rio and just having more of a relationship with her and her being a mom to me and then, you know, I know Lisa really cares a lot about me and wants the best for me. And just, you know, seeing her, you know, watch me over the years, especially going to college and still being there, texting me all the time, saying how proud she is of me, came to one of my college meets. Um, I don't know. I just feel like going to college and, you know, being older and understanding things better um, was just super cool to like kind of have more of a relationship with my coach and having her be more like a mom to me than just my coach and coming back into the elite scene it's been really fun to like just see the growth between us and um I mean I still get scared here and there because like it is my coach and everything like that but it's nice kind of being able to like talk to her a little bit more or if I don't really like feel like I can do something that day I you know will mention it to her just like hey my body's you know really tired today can we like kind of change you know, my schedule, can we do something different, and then maybe kind of push back and start again tomorrow. So it's just really nice kind of having an input more. And she's just really understanding. And you know, she knows I'm older. And I know my body best. So it's really cool to be able to like work with her and um, just have her trust me and to have that, you know, coaching and gymnast bond that is just, it's just so fun and be able to go out and compete um, with her by my side and to have her support and 
everything kind of different now. It's just been really awesome um, to have her. And I think a lot of people have asked me like, oh, like, why didn't you go to like a different gym, you know, Simone's gym, um, something like that for this comeback. And I just think it was best for me to stay with Lisa because she knows me best. And, you know, I, I know there's some things that I've struggled with in gymnastics and it's really hard for me to, you know, correct those habits with form and all those different kind of issues. But um, for me not being super flexible and, you know, having to chuck those big skills in elite, it was really hard for me to like come down and work on those little things. But going to college really made it made me take a step back to focus on that and get better at it. And so coming back into elite, I think it has really helped me and Lisa's, you know, right there by my side, helping me get better. We've been working on form a lot in the gym with half sets and trying to put the routines together. And so I think Lisa's just the best fit for me. And I don't think I'd want any other coach, you know, helping me through it all. She knows me best, you know, going into 2016 Olympics. Um, she was, I don't know, she just knew me best and knew not to break me down and push me too hard. And I think a lot of coaches at that point, it was just, you know, routines, 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 numbers, numbers, numbers. And going into the Olympic year, Lisa, we like sat down, made a plan. This is what I was going to do. Go into the gym, not be there for seven hours, just get my routines done, work on the, the little things and be done for the day. And so it's just awesome to see her really care about me and want me to strive to be the best person that I can be and athlete. So she's definitely, I don't know, I wouldn't have trade her for the world. She's definitely a mom to me. So it's just been really fun with this whole comeback and everything to have her by my side. Yeah, that's awesome. And I wanted to ask you about competing at Gym Next earlier this year because mm -hmm. you won a bunch of medals, which is great. But I wanted to specifically ask you about winning the bar title because I feel like <laughs> a lot of people, you know, don't really think of you as a bar worker. It's kind of always been one of your weaker events. Mm -hmm. So what was your reaction when you were in the event finals and you actually won bars? Yeah, well, it was actually like really funny because going in to the whole camp and everything, you know, I didn't really expect to go to Gymnix. I wasn't supposed to compete to like a whole nother like month and a half later in Italy, but then that got canceled. So like, I was even shocked to like go to Gymnix. I was like, I don't feel like I'm 100% ready. Like I've been dying to get through routines. Like we were just starting to get back into routine shape. And I was like, oh, like I still have another month and a half to like get things going. And then, you know, we're at the airport and they're like, hey, camp, um, we're going to be selecting people for gymnics and those people might change now that Italy's canceled. So even getting sent to gymnics was kind of stressful, but it was fun. And being, you know, with Lily that just got up to senior and then the two new seniors that were added on and having to be that role model and trying to juggle it all and try to stay in um, routine shape to do routines every single day was kind of hard, but it was, it was super fun. And, um, at camp, actually, it was cool because, like, we practiced our lineup for the competition. And I was put third on bars. There's four of us. So I was like, okay, like, my bars is getting better. It's improving. I've been working really hard. The results are showing. This is super exciting. And um, I was like, there could be a chance I make bar finals, you know, and I was kind of excited about it. And then, like, during the first day of competition, I, like, totally screwed up bars I was like a nervous wreck. It was like my first international assignment back out and I was super stressed and it like really got to me and I was like, oh my gosh, like, I just like, don't feel like myself. I'm not a hundred percent ready. And I was 
the pressure was definitely on. And I was just, I think I was just worried about like, you know, what other people would think, which shouldn't matter. And I just had put a lot of pressure on myself and I totally just, yeah, messed up bars. And I was super sad because I was like, my bars are so much better than this. And, and then from that, I didn't make bar finals. And so I was kind of super upset about it, but I was like, you know, it's okay. Like, at least I still get to do floor and vault. Like that's my thing. And then Emily ended up like jamming her finger during podium training and she ended up having to get stitches in her finger. So I was the next one in to go in for bar finals. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I felt super bad for her, but I was like, this is such a great opportunity for me to like go out there and like, you know, show people what I've been working really hard for. And it was just I don't know. It was kind of crazy competing in bar finals. I like have never had that before or that opportunity. And so like, it was just weird, like having to still train bars. Cause you know, I'm always used to having just to train floor and vault for the rest of the competition right. for finals. And so it was like, I don't know. It was like super cool, but I was still like super scared because I was like, okay, like this is where I got to redeem myself. Can't mess up. Like I just got to go out there and do the routine that I know I can do. And I don't know, it was just, it was so fun being in the bar finals and, you know, thinking like all my hard work has finally paid off. Like, even though like I didn't make it the first day, I still have this opportunity and just going up there and hitting that bar routine that I know I could, that, that I knew that I could hit, that I did at camp, that I've been training at home. So it was really cool just to like go up there and be on that podium one last time and to be with those other athletes and to have that experience and then to win bars with the other girl that you know had the highest starting value on bars and that you know is a bar swinger and it was just I don't know it was so cool there was no greater feeling ever and then you know to sit up on the um, first place stand you know right next to her I was just like is this even real like I feel like Madison Koshin right now <laughs> I was well, like I, what the heck <laughs> well I noticed you put bar swinger in your twitter bio uh-huh. <laughs> So uh, maybe we'll see you in the bar final in Tokyo. Uh, oh, I don't know. It would be kind of cool. We'll see. I'll try my best, but I don't know if I'm that good at bars. But um, it would be cool to be right up there with Suni. So yeah, I'm trying my best. Um, so I guess after gymnastics is when things really started to change. And that's when the announcement came out about the Olympics being postponed. Mm-hmm. What were your feelings when you heard that? Because I know a lot of gymnasts are thinking that like, this is a blessing in disguise. They have yeah. more time to prepare. But then others who are a little bit older are like, I don't know if I can hold up another year. So I guess where do you fall on that spectrum? Yeah. So, I mean, when all this kind of came down, I mean, I didn't know that it would be bad enough to like have to switch the Olympics and everything. I was hoping that it wouldn't get to that. And, you know, coming back into elite, like, I think that was like the one thing where like I knew I could do it. I was like, okay, like, it might be kind of hard because I only kind of have a year to train, but it, it's good because I'm older. Like, I just want to push really hard for a year. I didn't want to have to do this for two or three years, you know? And so I was like, I think my body could last one more year. I could, you know, defer a year from college and then go back and finish my senior year. And I'm already older for, you know, I've deferred my freshman year of college and my senior year. So I, should have graduated like two years ago. So it's just kind of hard thinking like, you know, I keep on having to like push my life back for gymnastics and um, it does get hard. I mean, even though I'm older, I feel like 
I'm better at gymnastics than I ever was. And I know my body way better than ever. And me and Simone always talk about that, but you know, it does, it does get harder. Like our bodies, you know, we can't just sit there and bust out the numbers. Like, you know, we were when we were 18, 16. And so, um, it was really devastating at first to hear that it was pushed back because I was like, man, like, I only had one more year of college. Like, I want to get my school done. I want to get on with my life. Like, I'm married now. You know, there's just so many different things. We were going to buy a house in Utah. And I was just, like, so excited to, like, you know, push these last three months. Like, do my do my best. Go out there. And, um, you know, me and Simone just, even at World, had just talked about it. Like, we're so close. We're almost to the end. Like, we can do this. And then it was just, like, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, when the news hit, I was like, another year, more camps. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, like, it's hard. Like, it's hard going to camps. It's exhausting. It's tiring. Like, yeah, camps aren't like they used to be, but it's still hard work. And like, you know, to have to like, you know, leave for a couple of days, stay in a hotel. It's just like, can I just like stay home and work on things that I need to work on? Because, you know, when we go to camp, we're always showing half sets or routines or trying to get ready for something. So it's really hard. And I feel like it takes sometimes takes time away from things that I could be working on at home. But I know that camps are super important, but it is it's just a drag. And, you know, we're all we have to go all the way to Indianapolis. And so it's it's far for us, like me and Jade have to fly in a day early. And it's just a longer trip for us than a lot of the other girls. So it's just exhausting. But yeah, um, but like, trying to like, think positive. I'm you know, okay, this, this gives me a little bit more time to maybe get things that I wasn't going to be able to do. And maybe to like improve on things that I, you know, wasn't um, prepared for to go into the Olympics. Like, there's still some things that like, I would have liked to work on more and to fix or maybe add in some more difficulty or, you know, even trying to get the triple double on floor. It was hard because I really wanted to get that. But then, you know, Tom's like, okay, we got it. We want you to go to Italy. We want you to go to the continental championships in Utah. And we want you ready for all these things. And then it's like shortly after that, you have classics championships, Olympic trials. So it's really hard to like have that extra time to fit in those skills that I needed to add into my routines that I've been working on mm -hmm. after worlds. So yeah. it is kind of nice, you know, thinking like, okay, like, you know, I do get some more time to train, but then it's like, could that leave more room for injuries? You, I don't know. There's just like so many different things, you know, you could lay out on the table, which you, you don't want to think about, but they're there and they're in the back of your head. And so I don't know. It's, I don't know. I'm trying to think positive every day and just trying to move forward. And like me and Simone said, like, she's like, I guess we'll just cry for a couple days and then we'll get over it. Cause it is what it is. <laughs> so you know just trying to do that one day at a time so it is it is hard um having another year but I think in the end I think it will be good for me and it will push me and help me get to where I really you know can be and what I can achieve so um I don't know I'm excited um still kind of sad but um you know just trying to live my best life right now and just to be happy and just to be grateful for what I do have and I'm grateful that I've been able to come back and um, achieve what I have so far in um, this 2020 comeback. So it's been really exciting. So does the Olympics being postponed, does that interfere with your plans to go back to Utah and finish school? It does a little bit now. I mean, um, there was always that possibility, like, 
Um, you know, if I make the Olympic team, will I go back and do gymnastics one more year? I mean, either way, I'm going to go back to Utah and finish school because my husband has to finish school and I still have a year left and I want to finish it at Utah. Um, it was, I mean, coming back into all of it, I pretty much knew I'd probably go back and have my senior year after deferring a year. But now that it's pushed back like a whole nother year, it's just so hard thinking like, oh my gosh, after like this Olympic run for a whole nother year, I still have like another year of right. gymnastics. So it's like really hard and sad to think about because like, I just don't know what's going to happen. So like, obviously I'm not going to fully make that decision till everything, you know, goes on in the Olympics and everything like that to like really decide on what I'm going to do. Um, I mean, as of right now, I would like to go back and finish. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just scary. Like after hearing the news the first day, um, I'd went into the gym and like, yeah, I was upset about it. I was angry, but like, I had a really good practice that day. And I was like, I think, cause I was like getting all my anger out and I was just so mad about it. But then I was like, you know, thinking like, okay, like they got to do what's best for the athletes. I get that it's important. And like a lot of people can't train and everything's messed up. Um, so yeah, I had a really good practice that day. And then the next day it like really hit me. And I was just like, this like sucks. And like, just like trying to get through practice. Like I'm already in the gym by myself, having to stay motivated. It was like super hard. And then thinking on top of it, you know, what about Utah? Like, will I finish? I don't know. Like I've just been doing gym for like 18 years. Like I'm, it's exhausting. Like that's, that's what my life has always been. And I, I'm kind of ready to like move on with life eventually. And so it's just really hard thinking, you know, about like Tom and the girls and the team. Cause like, I want to be there. I want to help them out. I, I've always wanted to win an NCAA championship and it would be cool, you know, to go back um, after the Olympic year. Cause we'll have Grace McCollum. We'll have, um, gosh, why can't I think of her name all of a sudden? Kara. Kara. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Been too long since I've seen everyone. Um, Kara. And then I don't know who else is coming that year, but um, we'll have them. And then, you know, you, we have like Deanne Zosa and some of the other girls that are coming in this year. So um, I think it will be like a really good, good team that will be put yeah, together. Utah's going to be so, stacked. What? I said, yeah, Utah's going to be stacked. I know. I know. It'd be cool. So I think that would be like the year we could win an NCAA title. So it's so hard to like have to like think of like letting that go possibly like if I decide I don't want to do gym after the Olympic run I don't know it's really hard and um you know Tom's always been there for me has supported me every step of the way um Tom Farden at Utah he's you know one of the best for me and you know does everything he can to make me happy to make my dreams come true so I don't know it's really I don't know it's just sad to think about so yeah I guess my decision for that will be held off until after the Olympics are over and I'll, I'll guess I'll finally make a decision when I need to. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of sad to think about, but just like I yeah. said, taking it one day at a time. <laughs> That's all you can do right now. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the hot topics, I guess, in the gymnastics world right now is the FIG's decision to allow <laughs> girls who turn senior in 2021 mm -hmm. to try for the Olympics. So what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's kind of dumb. I hate saying that because I'm sure that girls out there that are allowed to compete are probably like, this is so awesome. But I'm like, 
it's kind of not fair. Like they're still considering it the 2020 Olympic games. Like it wasn't your Olympics to compete anyway. Like, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's weird to think about. Um, I know like a bunch of us girls have had discussions over it and, you know, we were, some of us, you know, were bothered by it because it does, it does. I mean, it adds, you know, more people to get on the Olympic team possibly. Um, mm-hmm. It just kind of stinks. Cause it's not, I feel like all the other sports are keeping the same rule and aren't changing it. And so um, I think that with gymnastics, it should stay the same, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I mean, I know we had all sent in emails um, to see if there's anything they can do about it. I don't know if it will change. It might just stay the same. So I guess we'll kind of have to see what happens with that. But yeah, I mean, I think it does kind of suck. And um, I kind of wish that it could just stay the way it is and make it fair because, you know, it is the 2020 Olympic Games. So I guess it's whatever at this point, I just got to, you know, focus on myself and, you know, get to where I need to be. But um I don't know. I guess we'll just have to find out and see what happens. So, yeah. Okay. I love your honesty. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, So you're kind of like a bag full of tricks is how I like to think of it. You can do all this crazy stuff. And we've seen videos of you doing all these skills, like Mm -hmm. triple double on floor, Navi Avon bars. Um, You recently posted you doing like a ray into a bar wash. Mm Mm-hmm. What of those upgrades are you legitimately working on to hopefully get into your routine (laughs) next year? Um, definitely probably the rate of full twisting pack. Sorry, I don't know the name. You said it, but I don't know the real name for it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) so I really want to get that and then I'll have my clear hip, the clear hip blind full. Um, so I think my start value will be like, we were talking about the other day. I think it was like a six, four start value I think I can't remember something like that and so that's like that would be awesome to get um the Nabeva we'll see I'm working on it I don't know if like I'll fully get that in or not because we really want to get the full twisting pack and the clear up full first and then my coach Lisa's crazy but she's like I think we could get the triple double dismount like you could totally do it and I'm just like yeah I was going to ask you about that because I saw you posted it on your Instagram story and I had to watch it a few times. So I'm like, is that a triple double? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's a triple. I mean, so I had saw Jade had posted it and I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's so funny because I was like in my YouTube channel and a bunch of different things. I was like, sometime before I end, you know, my elite career, I want to try a triple double off the bars. And so, you know, I get into the gym and I was like, Lisa, do you see Jade do, do try to triple double off bars? And she goes, yeah, I saw it, whatever. She's like, we should try it. And I was kind of like scared because I was like, I don't know. I don't really want to get hurt or something or do something stupid, which like, I'm sure I'll be fine. But, you know, like, what's the point? Like, I don't think I'll ever compete it. That's why, like, I would want to try it when I was done with my late career, just to say, like, I tried it. And then she made me do it. And then she's like, now she's like, oh my gosh, we could totally do this. I'm just like, is this ever going to end? Like, <laughs> they're just like trying to make me learn so many skills on bars. I'm like, I don't know. It's not like I can fill this in a routine. That'd be so hard. But um, what do you think is harder, a triple double off bars or doing it on floor? Honestly, I think on the floor is harder. 
Yeah. I don't know, because I feel like on bars, you just can, like, go up super easy, and you have, like, all that time to spin, and on floor, you obviously have to, like, punch right, and, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's weird, but I feel like it's easier off the bars, but I haven't done it on mats yet, so I guess I don't really know, but, yeah. Um, You mentioned your YouTube channel, because I know you posted a lot of your upgrades and sort of, mm-hmm. like, behind the scenes of your experience and your journey going for another Olympics. What was your inspiration to create that channel and sort of document everything? Yeah, so I've actually really wanted to start a YouTube channel for a long time. But between like college gymnastics, like competing every single weekend and doing schoolwork all the time, I like, I don't know, like I I really wanted to do like stuff with like college gymnastics and like do our trips and you know, kind of like behind the scenes of like what we do and like all that kind of fun stuff. And then I just was like, you know what, that's going to be too hard. Like, I can't film all that by myself. I have to ask my teammates to help do some of it. And then I'd have to like edit all the videos. And that's just like an extra thing to put on my plate. So I kind of held it off and ended up not doing it. And then like, once I got married, my husband was like, you know, thought it would be super cool. Cause like, we kind of had talked about it. Like if you make the run for 2020, we should like do a YouTube channel about it. And just like your daily life and, you know, let people get to know you better. And so I was like, okay, like we'll see whatever. So we ended up getting married and Jonas was just like, let's do it. Like I'll edit the videos. I'll come into the gym. I'll film you. Like I'll do whatever because he does, um, he works for Vivint, a company, um up in Utah and he does sell security systems and he only works in the summer for most of the time he kind of works here and there during the year but he goes out all summer and works so he has a lot of time um right now and stuff to be at home with me and so we've just been able to film a bunch of stuff so I don't know it's really fun to have him by my side and to come into the gym and get to do stuff with me and get to video and um I don't know it's just it's been really fun and I'm glad that we've decided to do it 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 is a lot of work like it's way harder than I thought it would be because like it you have to take time to do it and then I feel like I feel dumb talking in front of a camera so it's been like a definitely (laughs) different transition compared to talking in front of like a video you know like people interviewing you so it's definitely a whole different ball game there but it's been really fun and I'm I'm excited we decided to do it and I know everyone's been loving it which is awesome and it's been so fun to see everyone's comments and feedback and you know all their support along the way so um yeah I'm glad I don't know I'm just glad that we did it and um it's just been really cool and I hope everyone can enjoy it and enjoy following my journey um you know from here on out until the Olympics so it's been really good We hope you guys enjoyed part one of our interview with Michaela. And as we said in the beginning, make sure you check back on Wednesday morning for part two. I personally think part two is really, really good, and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So Yeah, and if you guys like this interview, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a rating on whatever platform you listen on. I think Apple is the only one, but I'm also not 100% sure of that. So if you can give a rating on any other platform that you're listening on, Please do so. We would appreciate it. And we will talk to you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Bye.